Hello, beautiful friends. Welcome back to the Tragically Beautiful podcast. Today, I've got somewhat of a bonus episode for you. You see, as we approach the Independence Day holiday here in the States, I've been spending a lot of time thinking about freedom. In fact, I just shared a long letter about freedom in my newsletter recently, and I thought that sharing it here on the podcast made a lot of sense. The revolutionary time period has always been one of my favorite periods of history to study, and not just for its historical significance. I enjoy digging in and thinking about the individual lives of the people who lived during that time, what it must have been like for them, what families experienced when the father went off to war, and the, 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 the secret hush-hush conversations that took place in the darkened corners of village taverns as men basically conspired to commit treason and go against the crown. I'm a bit of a nerd when it comes to this period of history, even choosing to read biographies of key colonial characters and letters that husbands and wives exchanged with each other back in a time where there were no cell phones or texts or emails, and the handwritten letter was the only means of communication. Everything about this time period is a testimony to the unwavering dedication of men and women who fought for our freedom, the freedom of Americans. They did this not just for themselves or their families that were there in the moment, families that they could see and hear and hug, but they had great foresight and chutzpah, or moxie as I like to say, to fight for future generations of people that they could not see and that they didn't and wouldn't know, like you and me. These patriots crafted the foundational documents of our nation with a heck of a lot of foresight and intention, painstakingly penning every word with the aim of safeguarding our freedom from unchecked tyranny. Their sacrifice, including their lives, enables us to enjoy the liberties we have today. In crafting those documents, they absolutely realized that the world would continue to change long after they were gone, just as it had changed from how things were for their own ancestors compared to how things were for them. There would be new inventions, things that they couldn't even fathom. People would change, fashions and trends would change, technology would change. But in my opinion, the most profoundly interesting and insightful thing that they knew is that the basic constitution of humans would not change. Sure, decorum might shift and society might become more and more accepting of the things that they were not accepting of then, but deep down, our founding fathers deeply understood that all people, not just Americans of the time or to come, but all people have a core need and longing for freedom. Now, this episode isn't meant to get political or talk about sociology or be a history lesson. I just wanted to lay that foundation and take you back to that time when people believed so completely in an ideal that they were willing to lay down their lives in defense of it. My purpose in this episode, however, is to share with you that we should still be defending and fighting for our individual freedoms today. My purpose in this episode is to get you to consider that although it was important for me to lay this historical foundation for you, It's just as important to consider that freedom extends beyond the realm of politics and society. So what the heck am I talking about? Well, let me explain. Your health plays a pivotal role in how you experience true freedom in your life. The better your health, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, the more freedom you can enjoy in this one life that you've been given. It's about controlling the controllables and making choices that empower you. Of course, there are circumstances beyond our control, such as different things that people may have been born with or chronic disease or accidents that have lasting effects. I'm not talking about any of that. I'm talking about your general health and well-being. There is tremendous power in nurturing our physical bodies through nutritious choices, proper rest, and hydration. 
But let's take this a little bit deeper and keep it relevant to the purpose of this podcast. Healing from abuse also requires making choices that promote your freedom, whether it's the physical departure from a harmful and dangerous situation, or seeking professional help through therapy, or setting healthy boundaries for a thriving new life. All of these require choices that can and will lead us to freedom. And this all happens in stages, right? It's a process that we have to trust and also understand that it's not linear. If you're in a home with someone who's being physically abusive to you, you're not thinking about how you're going to find a good therapist. You're fighting for your survival in that moment, dealing with what's right in front of you at the time. And I get it. Sometimes just making that choice to survive is all you can do in a single moment. But even that, my beautiful friend, is a movement toward freedom, even if it's just a tiny little step. Now, you might be thinking, how is that working toward freedom? Well, let me share a little bit about my story. In one abusive relationship I was in, I came to the point where in a puddle of sobbing, snotty mess on the floor one night, I knew, I I felt in the very core of my being that I was going to get out of this situation and that I was going to make my life beautiful without this person. I knew that there were still struggles ahead for me. I knew that it wasn't going to be easy. I knew I was going to have to make difficult choices along the way. I knew I was going to have to take messy and scrappy action. But I also knew that I was at a crossroads in my life and I had to make a decision. Right there, right then, there was no putting it off any longer. It was kind of a deep knowing in my gut. I knew I had to make the decision in that exact moment as to whether I was going to let this situation make me bitter or make me better. And I chose to take this situation and let it make me better. I chose to picture myself in the future and decide what kind of future I wanted it to be. And that, my beautiful friend, was a moment of freedom. That was a moment where I knew I might have to fight like hell, just like those revolutionary soldiers, only differently, of course. But I would realize a day, a moment, when the abuse ended and my freedom began. A moment when I no longer had to deal with that situation. And that is powerful. The decisions that we make for ourselves and the promises that we make to ourselves There is magic in that, friends. There's magic in making commitments to ourselves that we stand uncompromisingly ready to defend and fulfill. Obviously, at that time, I knew it wasn't going to be easy. I did not know what obstacles lie ahead or exactly how difficult it would be. But I knew that my promise to myself was what I was going to fight for. I was going to basically commit treason, if you will, against my abusive situation. I was going to revolt, and I determined in my very heart and soul that I would come out victorious. It fueled me. Then I embraced it, and I used these thoughts, these knowings, as my own manifesto for how I would take back control of my life and move forward into my freedom. Let me share another quick story. Many years ago, when I was just 21 years old, I contracted rheumatic fever, and it almost took my life. In case you're unfamiliar, rheumatic fever is a disease that's caused by strep throat going untreated. Then the infection moves into your heart and your joints and causes immense amounts of inflammation and pain and certain death if not treated. At that time in my life, I had strep throat many, many times, so I knew what it felt like and how painful it could be. But this particular time, I never knew I had it. I had no throat pain, I had no fever, but I did have strep and it turned into something that was near catastrophic for me. And this is how some types of abuse can be sometimes, right? It's there, but we don't recognize it. We don't 
feel it until one day it entraps us so completely and fully that our eyes are opened and we wonder how we ever even got there. It causes pain and scars and destruction and we're forced to make some difficult choices. But back to my story. At that time, I was unable to walk and I remained unable to walk for seven months. I had excruciating pain in almost all of my major joints and my inflammation level was such that the doctors even wondered how I even managed to hold on to life for that long. Let me tell you, it's pretty terrifying to have a doctor look you in the eyes at 21 years old and tell you you should get your affairs in order. But you know what? My time wasn't up and I knew it. I knew deep down in my soul that I had some unfulfilled purpose that I was meant to live for. And I determined in my heart that it was indeed not my time to go and that I would break free from this. So one day, a little bit of my (laughs) Jersey feistiness came out when a doctor came to me and once again said, there's really just nothing more we can do. You're not going to make it. I pushed through the extreme pain that I was experiencing in my shoulders and elbows in that moment. I reached out. I grabbed that doctor by the crisp collar of his white lab coat. I pulled him in close to me and I said with great conviction, I will tell you when I'm going to die, not the other way around. And that day is not today. That experience has left its scars. I still have issues with my joints. I cannot extend my elbows all the way. I don't have full rotation in my right ankle. I have psoriasis from all the stress that was put on my body and and my mind. And more recently, I've lost a lot of mobility in my neck, which can make life pretty interesting. But you know what? I'm alive. I escaped the looming inevitability of certain death. I found my freedom from that dark time. After that experience and my abusive relationships, to this day, to me, freedom is one of the most beautiful words in the English language. Embracing freedom isn't always easy, but it is within your reach if you're willing to make the decisions you need to make and relentlessly pursue it. As you embark on this journey or continue along on it, here's a powerful shift in mindset that I want to invite you into. Instead of thinking of freedom as running away from something, envision yourself running toward a life where you reclaim your power and take back control. Rather than focusing on what you might be losing, focus on everything you'll be gaining. Because I promise you that once your healing has progressed to the point where you look back on your abuse as if you were watching a bad movie, in other words, you remember it, but you're completely emotionally detached from it, it's here that you're going to find true freedom. It is then that you will know that you have escaped the tyranny of abuse and entered into a brand new day, a brand new, wide open, beautiful future where the tragedy of your abuse has drifted away out of view, never to be seen again. Just like with my rheumatic fever, I still hold the scars and the residual effects of my abusive relationships, battle wounds, if you will. But you know what? I look at each and every one of them and I celebrate it. I thank God that through it, Because of it, I was able to do some of the mental and emotional work that I needed to do to become the person I am today. And I got to tell you, I quite like her. (laughs) Today, I stand proud in my freedom from these situations and embrace my tragically beautiful future. Today, I stand hoping to help just one other person on their healing journey. That, I realize, has been my purpose all along. I survived all of that to bring me to this point right now. So on this Independence Day weekend, beautiful friend, let's pause amidst the festivities and reflect on the true essence of freedom. I invite you to explore what freedom means to you on a profound level. 
I invite you to craft the proverbial foundational documents of your life with as much foresight and intention as our forefathers did, painstakingly penning every word with the aim of safeguarding your freedoms from the unchecked tyranny of abuse. Picture yourself in the future. Picture your future generations and decide what you want them to look like. Choose to break the cycle. Choose to interrupt the generational cycle of abuse. Don't worry about the obstacles or the scars that may remain afterwards. Just take the next right step towards your well-deserved freedom. Well, that's about all I have for you today. I would love to hear from you. I would love for you to let me know how do you define freedom in your life? What actions are you going to take to pursue and embrace it? Let's inspire one another on our journeys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Tragically Beautiful podcast. I really hope that you enjoyed it. It was just something I had on my heart and my mind that I wanted to share with you all. I've got a lot of great things coming up soon. I have some amazing interviews with abuse survivors and maybe even a few more of these bonus episodes if I'm feeling inspired to offer a little bit of hope and encouragement. For up-to-the-date information about what I'm working on and all the news and updates from the tragically beautiful and true and lasting wellness worlds, be sure to visit my website, kathywisneski.com. Don't worry, I'll link that in the show notes. And sign up to receive my monthly newsletter. If you liked this episode, please consider subscribing, writing a review, leaving a comment, sharing with a friend, or taking a screenshot of this episode and tagging me on Instagram at kathywisneski13. If you or someone you know might like to be a guest on a future episode, you can apply by going to kathywisneski.com slash tragicallybeautiful and completing the form, or you can find it via the link in my Instagram bio. I'll also have that linked in the show notes. Remember to check the show notes for all of the links and resources mentioned in today's episode. Finally, if you're currently in an abusive situation where you feel in physical danger, please find a safe place and call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-7233. The Tragically Beautiful podcast is released for now on the 15th of each month, so be sure to subscribe so you can be notified every time a new episode is released. Until then, remember, you may have experienced tragedy, but it has made you tragically beautiful.